are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Part the sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and I'm happy to have you rock with me today. Do yourself a favor, download and subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. Here's what I have on tap for you today. The players are gearing up for Syracuse. They're excited. They're, rock- they're ready to roll and they are talking to us, breaking down what they are prepared for. More importantly, Mac Brown has shared some of his post-practice notes of what we can look forward to come Saturday. In college hoops news, the NCAA tournament is a free-for-all, apparently. I'm going to explain why there might be some interesting additions to the NCAA tournament for 2021. Finally, after 15 years, one UNC GOAT decides to hang it up. I'm going to talk about all his achievements, so... Let's get into it, shall we? So player coach availability, Sam Howell, had taken the stage, decided to talk to us a little bit about Syracuse, saying he is a film junkie, of course we know, but have been watching Syracuse. He is aware of the new defensive coordinator, Tony White, and just what he'll bring coming from Arizona State. He still was looking at the you know, former Syracuse defense that brings thunder year after year, so Dino hasn't changed too much defensively, so it'll be interesting to see what Tony White will bring with the Orange Men. Now, I know everyone has been hyped around Sam. Sam understands the attention. He, it's not, you know, to the level necessarily maybe of Trevor Lawrence, but it's hype nonetheless. When you have such a stellar career that Sam Howell, Sam Howell had, you know, his freshman year, there are high expectations, but he meets those with solid preparation. Despite the high praise, he is just trying to live up to his own hype. He is his, sure, I'm sure, hardest critic. He likes to get it done on the field. He, had, he said no one's expectations are higher than his, which is going to be key for a leader. He's talking like a senior on the field already. He knows what he has to do, and I think having someone like Mac Brown instilling that in him when you've had you know, quarterbacks like a Vince Young, you know you have to lead by doing. So the sky is the limit is what Sam feels like this team could be playing with these receivers. He's very excited to play with this team. He's very excited that they actually have an opportunity to play this season because he wants to see what this 2020 team can do, which we're certainly all excited that, you know, we're keeping the ball rolling and the ACC decided to let us get it done. We're counting down the hours as we all know. Now, Chaz Surratt was also available to us talking about his cross-training abilities. He was moving around, playing multiple positions around the defense, but wouldn't mention too much considering it is game week and he doesn't want to give anything over to those people up in New York, which is too real. His strength, agility, and his ability to work on his hands this offseason is something that he credits to being what will be an asset for him this 2020 season. More importantly, he just wanted everyone to know that he needs his parents to come to this game because they haven't missed a game yet from Pop Warner up till now. And so he hopes they have a chance to continue that streak. And that is actually something that Mac Brown spoke heavily on in his postgame notes. He talked about how they're going, the teams are going to follow these protocols in order to ensure safety measures. And more importantly, that in North Carolina, due to the 
different stages out there, and I think they're still in 2.5, so they're not allowed to have parents at games. He is pleading with officials to make an exception for North Carolina universities to be able to have parents come to these games for the mental health of the students, if nothing else. If having, you know, you're so used to mom sitting in seat five and waving her hands during your first touchdown and all that jazz, it's one of those things where you need it. You need to get you going. So I am hoping that those parents are allowed and they make special provisions because they're coming to Chapel Hill anyway. So you might as well make room for them. You don't want, they can't watch in bars. You know, you don't want them to have to watch their kids in a hotel room or sit outside the bars of Keenan Stadium. Like, let's figure it out. It can't be that hard. Let's put them in suites. Let's do what we have to do. It just, it doesn't seem right not to have parents there. I will say also, Chaz spoke on Sam and his leadership and how he is poised and truly dialed in with the receivers this year. And I think that just speaks to the volume of what Carolina is this year. They're very dialed in. They don't seem to be overly hyped don't have a lot of guys with strong egos just ready to really prove that they are the team that they expect to be. They are this whole, you know, we rock the Jordan brand. We have a great coach in Mac Brown. We want to be excellent. And so hopefully we will see that come Saturday. I don't want them to sleep on Syracuse because, you know, sometimes Carolina is known for playing down to competition. They don't like to play up when they feel like they can beat somebody. We all saw that last year with Appalachian State. We don't want to make that mistake again and get smacked and give Syracuse any sort of confidence going into the rest of the season. Now, normally I would be going full steam ahead. All we do is talk about Syracuse. All we do is talk about game week. But college basketball has certainly made it interesting these last few hours. And we have to turn our sights over to that because some ACC coaches are talking crazy when it comes to the NCAA tournament for 2021. And I'm going to tell you just how insane these coaches might be next here on Locked on Tar Heels. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked on College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Make sure you follow, subscribe, and download Locked on Tar Heels podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, that's where Locked on Tar Heels is. Please leave five stars. Let me know how much you love the podcast, what you would like to see better, what you like to hear better. I mean, you know, all that good stuff. Let me know. I love feedback. Now, in the world of college hoops, ACC men's basketball coaches are proposing an expanded 2021 NCAA tournament that would include every Division I team. Yes, you heard that right. Every single Division I team, over 350 schools potentially. Several ACC coaches would prefer avoiding non-conference games in 2020-2021 season due to COVID complications from COVID-19. Roy Williams, yes, that Roy Williams, the same Roy Williams who coaches for UNC basketball, released his reasoning saying a tournament expansion would be one, good for player health and safety. Two, incentivize all of college basketball. And three, celebrate the game of college basketball. Which I find interesting considering, one, I agree that a player health and safety is always my first concern. Sure, 
absolutely. Two, I don't know how much more incentivization, if that's even a word, I'm going to use it, my SAT prep word of the day. How much more incentivized do you need to be for college basketball? I think everyone's just ready to have sports back in any way we can get it. We didn't have a 2020 tournament last year, and that was a bummer for all parties involved. So I think having college hoops back in any form would be great. Even if it's a 16, you only have the Sweet 16 or an Elite 8, I think, in any basketball would be great. Um, More importantly, celebrate the game of college basketball. We're all happy to be here. I'm not sure why you need to have 350 people here, but I'm I'm happy to have whoever can come. So... Interesting to see why they're trying. To, I'm, I need more um, information. I need it broken down a little bit better because when I make a bracket, I already have a headache making the 64. So if you can only imagine trying to make 300 plus, I mean, how does the bracket tournament win where we all make ours on ESPN? We try and follow to see if we are the in the 2% of people who have got none of our uh, bubble what is it called? None of our brackets busted. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. None of our brackets busted. So it's, it, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about having to make a bracket for 350 people, especially when I haven't done my thorough research. And normally I'm either guessing team colors, team mascots, or just going on a whim here. I don't have the kind of time, ACC coaches. More importantly, you know, bringing a 315 bracket, we can – Uh, participation trophies are not a thing. I don't believe everyone deserves to go anywhere. That's just not how it actually works. You work hard, you have a season, you pick a record, and you go from there, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just not seeing the logic behind this idea whatsoever. More importantly, the the NBA, who we say sets the standard, they have the blueprint using the bubble. Everybody didn't go to the bubble, okay? Everybody can't go. I'm sorry. And that made me hype. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell in the camera. But everybody can't go. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. They even tried to do a miniature bubble. But that was silly because it didn't work. Nobody wants to play for nothing. I mean, this isn't the CIT. Like, nobody wants to play. <laughs> Have to pay to play, more or less. But why not include people in different championship environments that go for something? So what is this? what would that mean for the NIT? What does it mean for these play-in tournaments? You know, if you're going to have an NCAA tournament where everyone's involved, do the NITs lose money? And if you're trying to make, you know, help everyone have their economic advancements be okay, what happens there? Do they struggle? (laughs) Do they no longer have tournaments? Do these people no longer have jobs? Like, I'm sure trying to be a win-all for everyone thing was the idea, but I don't see how that actually is feasible in the long run. So hold on to your hats, people, because... NCAA Division One Council is expected to announce a decision on the format for winter sports, including men's and women's basketball, on September 16th. So that's next Wednesday. We should hear more of the feedback from the NCAA. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm pretty sure uh, Mr. Emmer is not going to be for it. He barely wanted a tournament as is with the 64 people. So good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you can put out all the statements that you want. You can make put it up in a nice bow. You can have all these cute pictures of what reasoning why everyone should keep this going and all that. All the ACC coaches are in line. That's you know whatever. But I don't see it happening. But a good try. You know I I applaud the effort. But when I wrap up today, I'm going to applaud one of my favorite Tar Heels. He has decided to hang it up, hang up his laces. And I'm going to talk about why he is really important next on Locked on Tar Heels.
final gem of the day. You know we love to give gems out here in Carolina because we are priceless. Marvin Williams retires after 15 seasons in the NBA. As you know, Marvin was a UNC one and dunner. One of the first one and dunners that I was actually most frustrated by because I thought we could have won championship on championship on championship. That was back when I really didn't understand the whole one and done diaper dandy thing. I just, it confused me as why you didn't want to be a college kid for long because being an adult is kind of overrated. So I was like, listen, you can get your money any day. Why not just stay and enjoy college and, you know, get your education? That was before I knew it was all scam. You must forgive me. I was a high schooler and just lost in my ways but Marvin Williams was that guy who knew exactly what he wanted to do and he wanted to get it done quickly he was a number two draft pick had a 10,965 points over 5,000 rebounds NBA all rookie second team 2005 NCAA champion he was ACC rookie of the year and ACC all freshman team again he was the first you know, one and done that I was hurt by because I just felt like there were so many championships left on the table, but I would take it. I'll take the 2005 team any day of the week. I remember vividly when I was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at YMCA national championships, gearing up for my swims and couldn't go to sleep unless I knew Carolina had taken it home and beaten Illinois. I didn't even know who, what Illinois was final. I'm not, whatever. I was so excited to see my first national championship being a Carolina fan, and it just really hit home that we were meant for greatness with Roy. I just, I appreciated everything that Roy had brought to the Tar Heels. Now, fun fact also, in case anybody didn't know about Marvin, he was a 2014 UNC graduate. First ever one and done to earn his degree. We love to see it. I also remember vividly a picture of him in one of my favorite uh, professors Dr. Stroman together and you know Marvin kudos to him for getting it done in the classroom as well as on the court so congrats on a 15-year career that was well deserved you know it's unfortunate that the Bucks couldn't get it done Giannis struggled a little bit but I'm happy that Marvin got to at least play for a championship caliber team for once in his career we hope you have great success beyond the basketball court that's all i have for you today folks be sure to follow at locked on heels on twitter where i'll upload and get you all hyped for the episodes download wherever you listen to your podcast at locked on tar heels make sure you like subscribe leave me five stars leave me a review and we'll get that going tomorrow i'm gonna have a reporter here landon bost he's gonna join the show and talk shop as we prep for saturday's game and just what's going down on Carolina's campus. So I hope you have a great Thursday, and as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.